will be reading Genesis chapter 13 to chapter 16. Chapter 13 Abram and Lot part From Egypt, Abram went to Negev with his wife and all that belonged to him, and Lot went with him. Now Abram was very rich in livestock, silver, and gold. From Negev, he traveled by stages towards Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had formerly stood. The site where he had first built the altar, and there Abram invoked the Lord by name. Lot, who went with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents, so that the land could not support them if they stayed together. Their possessions were so great that they could not live together. There were quarrels between the herders of Abram's livestock and the herders of Lot's livestock. At this time, the Canaanites and the Perizzites were living in the land. So Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife between you and me, or between your herders and my herders, for we are kindred. Is it not the whole land available? Please separate from me. If you prefer if you prefer the left, I will go to the right. If you prefer the right, I will go to the left. Lot looked and saw how abundantly watered the whole Jordan plain was as far as Zor, like the Lord's own garden, or like Egypt. This was before the Lord had destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot therefore chose for himself the whole Jordan plain and set out eastward. Thus they separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled among the cities of the plain, pitching his tents near Sodom. Now the inhabitants of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. After Lot had parted from him, the Lord said to Abram, Look about you, and from where you are, gaze to the north, the south, the east, and the west. All the lands that you see I will give to you and your descendants forever. I will make your descendants like the dust of the earth. If anyone could count the dust of the earth, your descendants, too, might be counted. Get up and walk to the, through the land, across its length and breadth, for I give it to you. Abram moved his tents and went on to settle near the oak of Mamre, which is at Hebron. There he built an altar to the Lord. Chapter 14 the four kings. When Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ario, king of Eliezer, Cheldermur, the king of El- Elam, and Tiddle, king of Goyim, made war on Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Sinab, king of Adma, Sember, king of Zion, and the king of Bela, that is Zor. All the latter kings joined forces in the valley of Siddim, that is the Salt Sea. For twelve years they had served Cheldermar, but in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year Cheldermar and the kings allied with him came and defeated the Rephim in Ashunthar Karim, and Zuzim in Ham, and Emim in Shavia Kirtim, and the Horids in the hill country of Seir as far as Alparan, close to the wilderness. They then turned back and came to Enshipat, that is Kadesh, and they subdued the whole country. They subdued the whole country of both the Amaglites and the Amorites who lived in the Hazan Tamar. Thereupon, 
the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zoin, and the king of Bela, that is Zor, marched out. And in the in the valley of Siddim they went into battle against them, against Childermar, the king of Elam, Tidal, king of Goim, Af- Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ario, king of Eliezer, four kings against five. Now the valley of Siddim was full of butamen pits, and as the king of Sodom and the king of Gomorrah fled, they fell into these, while the rest fell into the mountains. The, vi- the victors seized all the possessions and food supplies of Sodom and Gomorrah and went on their way. They took with them Abram's nephew Lot, who had been living in Sodom as well as his possessions, and departed. The survivor came and brought the news to Abram the Hebrew, who was camping at the Oak of Mamre, the Amorite, a kinsman of Exo and Aner. These were the allies of Abram. When Abram heard that his kinsmen had been captured, he mustered 318 of his retainers, born in his house, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. He and his servants deployed against them at night, defeated them, and pursued them as far as Huba, which is north of Damascus. He recovered all the possessions. He also recovered his kinsmen Lot and his possessions, along with the woman and the other people. When Abram returned from his defeat of Chaldermar and the kings who were allied with him, king of Sodom went to, out to greet him in the valley of Sheba, that is the king's valley. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest of God, the Most High. He blessed Abram with these words, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, the creator of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who delivered your foes into your hands. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the captives, the goods you may keep. But Abram replied to the king of Sodom, I have sworn to the Lord God Most High, the creator of heaven and earth, that I would not take so much as a thread or a sandal strap from anything that is yours, so that you cannot say I made Abram rich. Nothing for me except what my servants have consumed and share that is due to men who went with me, Anner, Eskel, and Emery. Let them take their share. Chapter 15 The Covenant with Abram Sometime afterward, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not fear, Abram. I am your shield. I will make your reward great. But Abram said, Lord God, what can you give to me if I die childless, and I only have one servant of my household, Eliezer of Damascus? Abram continued, Look, you have given me no offspring, so as a servant of my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, No, that one will not be your heir. Your own offspring will be your heir. He took him outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars if you can. Just so, he added, will will your descendants be. Abram put his faith in the Lord who attributed it to him as an act of righteousness. He then said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land as a possession. Lord God, he asked, how will I know that I will possess it? He answered him, 
bring me a three-year-old heifer and a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. He brought all these to him and split them in two and placed each half opposite the other, but the birds he did not cut up. Birds of prey swooped down on the carcasses, but Abram scared them away. As the sun was about to set, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and a great dark dread descended upon him. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know for certain that your descendants will reside as aliens in a land not their own, where they shall be enslaved and opposed for four hundred years. But I will bring judgment on the nation they must serve, and after this they will go out with great wealth. You, however, will go to your ancestors in peace. You will be buried at a ripe old age. In the fourth generation, your descendants will return here, for the wickedness of the Amorites is not yet complete. When the sun has set and it was dark, there appeared a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch which passed between those pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I give you this land from the wadi of Egypt to the great river of the Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, the Kenizzites, and the Kadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Chapter 16 The Birth of Ishmael Abram's wife, Sarai, had borne him known children. Now she had an Egyptian maidservant named Hagar. Sarai said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from bearing children. Have intercourse with my maid. Perhaps I will have sons through her. Abram obeyed Sarai. Thus, after Abram had lived ten years in the land of Canaan, his wife Sarai took her maid Hagar the Egyptian and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. He had intercourse with her and she became pregnant. As soon as Hagar knew she was pregnant, her mistress lost stature in her eyes. So Sarai said to Abram, This outrage against me is your fault. I gave myself I gave I myself gave my maid to be to your embrace, but ever since she knew she was pregnant I have lost stature in her eyes. May the Lord decide between you and me. Abram told Sarah, Your maid is in your power. Do to her what you regard as right. Sarah then mistreated her so much that Hagar ran away from her. The Lord's angel found her by a spring in the wilderness, a spring on the road to Shur. And he asked, Hagar, maid of Sarai, where you come from and where are you going? She answered, I am running away from my mistress Sarai. But the Lord's angel told her, Go back to your mistress and submit to her authority. I will make your descendants so numerous, added the Lord's angel, that they too will be too many to count. Then the Lord's angel said to her, You are now pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heeded your affliction. He shall be a wild ass of man, his hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him. Alongside all his kindred shall be his he encamp. To the Lord who spoke to her, she gave a name, saying, You are God who sees me. She meant, Have I really seen God and remained alive after he saw me? That is why the well is called Berlyroi. It is between Kaddish and Bered. Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram named the son whom Hagar bore him Ishmael.
Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore him Ishmael.